Hey everyone, and welcome to season six of Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I'm super excited because it is our first ever live recording, and we have a special guest, the queen of confidence herself, Serena fucking Kerrigan. We had an amazing time in our Valentine's Day event when we filmed this with all of you guys, and I can't wait for you to listen, so check it out. Well, thank you all for coming tonight. And squishing in together. I know, get really cozy. Say hi to who's up next, whoever's next to you, make a new yeah, friend. Yeah, everyone do it right now. We're yeah. all saying hi. 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 We're celebrating friendship. We're celebrating ourselves, self-love. And I'm really excited to have our first ever live podcast and to kick off season six of Cozying Up with a woman that inspires me so, so very much. The queen of confidence herself, Miss Serena fucking Kerrigan. Let's fucking go. Obsessed. Thank you for having me. Love a live podcast. Love a live moment. Love being with beautiful women in New York City. I need this pushed up a little more. Um, so let's get started. Totally. So you were on our podcast a little bit ago and a lot has happened since then. Have you re-listened to that podcast episode or no? I haven't since then. It was like the end of my dating show. Who watched my dating show in the pandemic? (laughs) My OGs. Um, and I thought I sound like the love of my life, the winner of my dating show, who actually just was recently on Too Hot to Handle. Oh my God, is that Um, great? So I recommend you to re-listen to that episode because it's pretty shocking. I was like, you know what? Like, I just, I found the one. Like, yeah. it's just him. It and was like a time capsule yeah. moment. Podcasts usually are. And it lasted, I think, like a month. So, no. Uh, that's not how long it takes to get there. So. So we're celebrating ourselves this Valentine's Day. What are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? It can be a very, like, lonely time of the year for people. Um, what was your best and worst Valentine's Day? And what, what advice would you give to women who are on their own that day? Wait, first of all, Valentine's Day is just, like, I don't care. Sorry. Like, it's two of the hearts and the pink and the pink, like, whatever. But, like, do we actually give a fuck? No. no. Wait, do we care? <laughs> That's right. We don't fucking care. Um, that being said, worst and best, the worst was when I got explosive diarrhea at the Louvre in Paris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that kind of happened. Yeah, that Paris. was tough. He still said, like, I love you, though. Um, and then the best was when it was in high school. It was with this guy and we like went to the Natural History Museum, and, like smoked some pot and I gave him the head in, in Central Park. Yeah. And then he gave me a mixtape. Uh, which sucked. But it's you know, very fitting yeah. that the best one was in high school. Yeah, of course. So I feel like a lot of people are in like probably not full-blown relationships, but like what do you do if you're in like a situationship and it's Valentine's Day? Like, Who's in a situationship right now? Just one. <laughs> the first thing she said to me was like, you got to get me out. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't have to get you out. You know how to get out. I love that no one else raised their hand though. Because we know our self-fucking-worth. That's right. So what do you do if you're like, okay, like, how do I define this? Like, what are we? Like, it's about to be Valentine's Day. Like, 
I just like, I don't know. Like, is anyone going on a date on Valentine's Day? Like, I'm, I'm in the room with my people here. It's fashion week, exactly. I don't know. I think like, I think Valentine's Day, it's, it makes people feel insecure, but I'm just like, why do we care? Um, I think that if you're in a situationship, the reason that none of you are, we'll talk later. <laughs> It's because like we know our worth. That's why you all came tonight. Like, you know, something I've ever said to you, or even if you're dragged to your, you know, through a friend, I think that we all resonate with the fact that like we are in control of how we feel about ourselves. And as a result, we're going to get that reflected in the relationships that we have with other people. So if someone's not giving you 100% fuck yes, goodbye. No problem. Literally no problem. My body count list, you'd be shocked. Okay. <laughs> it's larger than the population of New York City. <laughs> It's not, but the point is, is that I've had so many experiences and I think that I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, it's, there's always going to be someone else and you will find your person and you have to know that for a fact. Oh my God. I'm literally giving a sermon right now. I do that. Sorry, but it's true. Like, I think like, you know, I just stopped. I'm like, you don't like me. No problem. You ghost me. Okay. You really can get to that point. Like, does it sting? Yes. Are you allowed 24 hours to spiral? That's it. But after that, you really have to be like, this is the universe genuinely pushing me towards my person. And I, it's so true. I was just at my best friend's wedding this weekend. It was fucking insane. It looked amazing. I saw it on Instagram. It was insane. I've never cried harder in my life. I was like, not the makeup. Um, and it was, they met in college and they met like through me, of course, but I didn't want to make it about me, but I almost did. And, you know, they've been together for almost 10 years. And like, I was like, they're just, there was never a question with them about how they felt about each other. Like it just felt right from the beginning. And I'm really lucky when, and, and I actually gotten a question that's like, how do you feel that like you're one of the last single people of your friends, which isn't true, but like, sure. Okay. Like, <laughs> thanks so much. Um, how do you feel to be the last one standing? And I'm like, you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm grateful because I get to watch what is a healthy relationship. What is it that I should strive and look for? And the standards are set very high. And I think that that's a wonderful gift, you know, that I can really learn. So I don't really know where I was going with this, but if you're single, slay. <laughs> so I know that you said like, if someone's ghosting you, like whatever, that's their problem. Like you're too good for that. You should like just move on to the next one. But like, I know a lot of times, like a lot of my girlfriends will feel like, what is wrong with me that this keeps happening to me? Like, how do you develop like that confidence and that like self-worth? Because it can be difficult. It's easier said than done. Oh my God. Duh. Like guys, when I got dumped this summer, like I didn't share it on my socials, but oh my God, it was really, I was dating this guy for like three months. We were texting more than we were actually seeing each other. Red flag. <laughs> what? Like he was always busy, but like, I was like, it's fine. Like he loves me. No. And then he dumped me when I was in Ibiza and I was crying on a rock, like at a fish shack. <laughs> Lost my damn mind. Like I was shook. And of course that first instinct is to blame yourself. I shouldn't have FaceTimed him five times in one day. Um, just kidding, I didn't do that, but you got it. Well, you know, you, you start to really beat yourself up and I think you realize that like, when you find your person, even if you have a cold sore on the date, if you have, someone asked me today, if I have Invisalign, what do I do? You go on the fucking date because, they literally asked me that. And I was like, they said, do I have to? And I, I'm, if you, it was one of you in the room, Sly, we love that you're getting your teeth beautiful. But they asked me, they said, should I give them a warning? I'm like, give them a warning. Your presence is a presence. Yeah. Invisalign. 
borderline cold sore, although the cold sore, like I get cold sores and it's very sensy, but like in general, like it's true. Like your person is just going to be like, fuck it. I'm obsessed with you. And if they're not literally, it's totally fine, but someone will be. Okay. And I know that you have this thing that you do where you talk to yourself in the yeah, mirror. Yeah. Raise your hand if you're talking to yourself in the mirror. Okay. That's really, who's lying? <laughs> That's who, a really, really good chunk of hands. Who doesn't know about her mirror talk? Okay. One person. Oh my God. Well, I have a mirror here. Obsessed. And I want you to show us, how do you talk to yourself in the mirror every day? <laughs> yeah, wait, who's coming to my live show? Good. And if you have about a ticket, you still can. Um, it's really fun, but we do this in my live show. But we, we, yeah, I bring people on stage and they talk to themselves in the mirror. That's amazing. Um, what would I say? I would be like, Look at these hot bitches that I'm with. <laughs> no, I just like, I do this all the time. I'm just like, I love you. Like, especially like when I'm going through something, like I really do like force myself to get in front of the mirror and I'm just like, chill the fuck out. Like, I love you. Like, you're going to do that. You're going to do really well at your presentation or whatever you're doing. You're going to have a great time on your date. I went on a date last night, a hinge date. <laughs> yeah, fuck the presentation. <laughs> and like, listen, <laughs> Who's on dating apps here? A lot of us. Okay. And they're t it's tough. It's tough to date in New York. Um, but like, I think it's like just putting out that energy, sending out that energy is really good energy to, to be around. Like, I just like, it was a guy I matched with. We shared five words together and he was like, do you want to go on a date? I was like, fuck it. Sure. He didn't confirm. So it was 745 and I was in bed. Last I was yeah, wait, what? I was like, he didn't confirm me. We're not going. 745 in my sweats. He's like, hey, I'm on my way. I was like, okay. I just fucking threw it off. And I literally just, I just went, I just went. I obviously look sly. Like I just got really fast, really fast. But like, why did you go? Why did I go? Because like he did say a date and a time and a place. And I did move the date over. Like I was kind of being, I, you're right. Why did I, why did I go? I shouldn't have gone. <laughs> to be honest, he, he wasn't a 10 out of 10, but it was really good practice, you know? Okay. Wow. She's giving me that. Like, she's like, I'm not listening to a fucking word you say. <laughs> because it was like weirdly confirmed, but it wasn't really confirmed. And I actually called him out on the date and I was just like, Hey, like, why didn't you confirm? And he was like, Oh, we spoke yesterday. And he was like, no, I fucked up. And he just texted yeah. me like, Roasted broccoli. We're done. It's over. <laughs> so are any are any of no, the guys that you go on like these hinge dates with like intimidated by you? What do you guys think? Yeah. 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 So I used to get really insecure about that. Oh yeah, look. SFK showing her true colors. No, I used to get really insecure about that. I used to be like, well, I don't really know how to tone myself down. Like I don't know how to like not show up as me and like you know, before that date, I was actually getting measured for a suit, right? Which is a very male thing to do, to get measured for a suit. But I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like, I'm a female getting measured for a suit. And she said, she was like, you should tell him that. And I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't do that. And she's like, why? Because I think that, like, it would intimidate him that I'm like, you know, getting measured for a suit. And then I was like, no, fuck it. I am telling him. I'm done with this idea that you need to tone down who you are and you have to present really, you know, I'm all about feminine energy, but I do think that there's a, it's a duality here. I think you can be a boss bitch and you can get measured and tailored for a suit and have a company or have a great job or be with your friends and not give a fuck and party and have fun and also want a boyfriend. I think those two things can coexist. And I think you do find more quality men and a better person 
that will fit you if you are just like, this is who I am. These are my priorities and I'm not bending my life or myself to accommodate you. Totally. I think that like, and I I will say, I hate to age myself, but I really am. We're we're nearing 30 here. Okay. And yeah, it's insane. Um, And I've really learned like, as you really get older and you really know who you are, you just like, are like, this is who I am. Not to say that you can't improve and grow, but more just like, I used to really like obsess and be like, I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say that. Not the vibe, right? Full stop. Not the vibe. You have to flow. You have to be who you are. You're going to find your person. And one thing I thought that you were sharing recently about your journey through like freezing your eggs, I thought that was super empowering, like not waiting for a man, not being on a timeline. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I mean, sure. I feel like people here. I feel like it's taboo a little I bit. I think it shouldn't be. I think this is what I'm going to say. And I don't want to harp on this for too long. Hi, Macy. Um, I want everyone in this room to just see a doctor, have a consultation, just bring it up. Like just have a conversation about it. If that's something that you're interested in doing. I don't think it's for everyone. I don't think everyone has to do it. I just think the information isn't accessible as much that it should be. And I just wouldn't want women running into the risk of being like, Oh, I should have done this. So that's really all I want to say about it is just like, go to your doctor, have the conversation because more knowledge is power. You know, and I just like I want that's the point of my entire fucking platform is like I just want to arm you with knowledge, whether it's the right knowledge. I don't know. But like, I just want to arm you and make you feel empowered and you can make whatever choice you want to make for yourself. Because I think a lot of times women feel like pressure to like settle down, like meet someone because there's like this biological like timeline that we're put up against that men don't have. Yeah. But at the same time, do you know that there are more single women who own houses in the United States than men? So we're obviously figuring something out, but I think that this is something to really think about. It's like, this is the first time. Oh, we love men. We love them. We love men. But I think this is the first time like people think like, what's the biggest technological advancement of, you know, our time. And it's not Instagram or TikTok. It's, it's women having money and having really high positions of power. And I think that that's, that's, that's a real shift. And we're also going to therapy. We're also in these rooms talking, listening, learning. Not to say that they aren't. He's here too. <laughs> that's the last time I'll call you out, but we love you. Um, but I think like we are, we're, we're headed there. Like, is it a matriarchy? I don't know if we'll ever get to there. But like, I think it's like, we're really advancing at a very rapid rate. And are men like, can they keep up? I don't know. But I think that that's also shifting the dynamics in dating. But this is why you don't settle. You find a man who's like comfortable with himself, who is confident in himself and who's going to want a woman who is just like, you know, equal to him. Hey, everyone. Olivia here. Hope you're enjoying our episode. Our clear cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind. Our collection is ever-changing, and each piece is handmade and made to order here in New York City. Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY, C-O-Z-Y, for free shipping on any purchase. So I'd love to open up the room to questions. Please. I've been talking for so long. If anyone has questions for Serena. Any, anything. Anything you want. And so we have a mic going around. Um, raise your hand if you want to ask a question. And please say your name and maybe your sign. Hi. Oh. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm Julia. I'm an Aries. Oh! 
Bigger recess. Obsessed. Instagram. Yay. So my question is, what was honestly the big catalyst for you that gave you this clarity of just the answers to all the questions? <laughs> um, I think we're all still searching for a soulmate, but like what gave you that answer and like what made you this wise woman today? Uh, oh my god. Is my mom here? Like I heard oh, no, no, I love that. No, 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 I love it. I think there's nothing. Don't apologize. Rid that from your mouth. Um, all the answers, I think like I'm still figuring it out. Like there are people that comment being like, How could you give advice if you don't even have a boyfriend? It's like, bitch, I've had many, okay? But I'm at the point now of my life where like I'm genuinely because what I did was I focused on inwards. I think we all tend to push outwards. We look at what else everyone is doing, whether their job or did they get Forbes certain under 30 or whether they got married or whatever it is, right? We're always looking outwards. And that's part of social media. Like it does that in a way that it didn't exist before. When I was in college, I didn't know what people were doing after college. I was like getting drunk and like going to English class and trying to like, you know, whatever. So... And now there's an immense pressure where, you know, 15 year olds are seeing 28 year olds with a Chanel bag thinking that that's what they should have. It's like, no, bitch. OK, like what? So the point is, is I think things started to shift for me when I just started looking inwards instead of focusing who's going to like me. How am I going to do X, Y and Z? It's like, how can I better myself? Right. Like, how can I get up every day and work out? That's something I hated doing. Now I like it, even though I haven't done it in a month. But I do like it. <laughs> How, like, it's about you, you, what the point of my answer is you, every single person in this room, you actually have the answer in you. Like you do. If you just close your eyes and breathe, like every time I get a question on Instagram, I've been doing this a lot recently and I'm sorry if you're the victim of this. Someone asked me the question and I literally will copy and paste the question and be like, what would it, what would you do if I asked you this? And they write paragraphs. And I'm like, but see, you knew the answer the whole time. And that's okay that they want me to like validate them or like give them a little like fuck, fuck yes energy. But like, you do know the answer deep inside of you. Okay. I love that. And my last question is, my friend and I might be the babies in the room. We're 21-year-olds. I'm graduating oh, college in May. Love, obsessed. So what advice would you give to your 21-year-old self graduating in May? Oh my God. First of all. Oh, I just really wish. And like, I'm going to say, I just really wish I didn't give so much of a fuck about the guy situation. I don't know, like, or any significant other for that matter. I just like your twenties are about finding who you are. It's about you. You don't know like who you are at 21. You're not going to be in eight years, but you're going to remember this conversation. I'm going to be like, bitch, I fucking told you so. Okay. But you're going to be a completely different person. So just ride the wave of life. This is your time to have fun, to make mistakes, to grow your career, to make money. This is about you and your friendships and finding yourself. Just don't be so caught up in like the relationship stuff. You know, it's going to flow and happen for you. Any yeah. other questions? Oh, right here in the front. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. We'll pass it. Fight over it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a I'm a tourist. Love a um, Taurus. My, my question for you would be like, how do you let go of the past? And I mean like in a emotional way. I don't know physically how that would go, but like in an emotional way, like how do you get over with like letting go? I think really like I, I really give myself a timeline. I mean, it depends what we're talking about. I think that if we're talking about death, that's far different. But I think if we're talking about like a breakup or like a mistake we made at work, which is like I remember I like was at Refinery 29 as an intern and I charged four Ubers to the company card, broke a tripod and like talk shit about someone important on the first day, like literally fucked up. And I was so petrified. <laughs> 
I didn't get fired. I don't know how. Why are you dying? It was bad. And I think it's really about like realizing that you really can only look forward. You really can only control what you're in, what you can do. You can take accountability. You can apologize. You really have to look forward. Like I really try not to look back because it's just like, for me, everything is a learning lesson. Like everything is a lesson. Like my best friend just got dubbed by this guy she was seeing in LA because she lives here and she was super loved to like really, really, really liked him. And then like, you know, a couple weeks later, she was like, damn, like I learned this, this and that, what I do want, what I don't want. I don't want to date a guy who lives in LA and I live here. I was like, yeah, no shit. Like what? <laughs> like, what was that about? Right. But it's like, you know, I don't want this. Like, I like that. I didn't really like that. He didn't have the same love language as me. He didn't want to touch me. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Everything is a lesson. So I think the way to like, let go and to learn, it's really by learning. I think that's the way to let go is to be like, you see a situation that didn't go well for you or was a setback. It may not happen like automatically, but how can you like literally sit and write down? I suggest everyone write, like just free write. You don't have to be a scholar like me, okay? Like, <laughs> like literally just grab your notebook and be like, what I learned, what I didn't, what I liked, what I didn't, just write it. And then that's your way of like moving forward. It's really helpful. You're so welcome. I hope that helped. Hey, I'm Lauren. Um, hey. Love being your fan. By the way, so my question, I don't even know if it's fully a question, but I guess sort of something personally for me is imposter syndrome is what I'm going through right now. And I know I get a lot of inspiration from you regarding that. So specifically, what is your approach for knocking down doors that you technically may not have any business? Okay. Um, raise your hand if you've ever felt imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, who was our last president again? <laughs> no, but literally like. I feel like, and I, I feel like you can speak on this too, but it's like men, like they just lean the fuck in. Like they just lean in. Okay. I think women were inherently very nurturing. We think about it like biologically from a standpoint, I'm not a doctor, but hello. We had to raise babies, right? We have to look at a baby and we have to be like, are you hungry? Are you, why are you crying? Like we have to figure that out. That's why we're so intuitive. Right. So because of that, we're constantly trying to be very agreeable and accommodating, right? Because that's literally in our nature to feed and to birth. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to be accommodating all the time. So that's why we are, we're okay stepping back and be like, oh no, you got this. No worries. We don't have that ego. Men don't have that. Mm -hmm. So it's really about being like, but, but that being said, and I want you to speak on this because you're a fucking bad bitch business owner. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. No, it's like literally insane. I talked to so many people that are in rooms, like huge, like C-suites, ABC suites, whatever the fuck it is, like CEOs, like in Hollywood to like finance. Like my best friend was at Citibank. Like no one knows what they're doing. Right. It's really all about turning on your SFK persona and just being like, I fucking got this and learning along the way and leaning on people. But like when people are like, what do I do if I want to start a business? I'm like, I Googled it. And I asked people, like, how do I do this? I was like, how to make a card game? No one, like, what, like, so it's like imposter syndrome. It's like you create the, ide the identity of who you are. You decide. This is your story. This is your plot. You know what I mean? So you just decide. And if someone's like, no, like, you shouldn't, it's not going to happen. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I want you to talk on it, too. Yeah, totally. I mean, as a woman who's, like, broken in as a young woman who broke into a male-dominated industry. <laughs> I was terrified and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I started my blog and I was like, no one's going to read it. Like no one would want to do like, why would anyone want to buy jewelry from me? And I think once you realize that no one knows what the fuck they're doing. No. And the second you believe in yourself and you're like, 
I know what the fuck I'm doing. I have a vision. I'm going to fucking do it no matter who who says no, who doesn't believe in me. I believe in myself. And the second you believe in yourself and you're like, I'm determined to do this, you will do it. 100%. 100%. And it's just like, you will. And also, it's okay to mess up like because you have to choose to turn that into a lesson. It's not a failure. It doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, I messed up because I suck. It's like, no, like, great. I'm not going to do that again. Literally, like every single person, like I don't believe I, that to me. I don't even use that word. And the imposter syndrome is bullshit. Like you decide the identity of who you are. Like you're creating. You're like I'm CEO. Cool, you're CEO now. Yeah. You, I wrote the Queen of Confidence in my bio. She introduced me as a Queen of Confidence. See, I decided. You know what I'm saying? Like you decide. I was a CEO when it was just me at the company. So there you go. Like, there you go. Like that's it. But also, our last president taught me that nothing is impossible. Anything is possible in the world. So just remember that. It's so true. Like, literally. Literally. (laughs) Anyone else? Okay, I have a question. Yeah. My name's Crystal. Crystal, what sign are you? Sagittarius. Slide. Okay, so I'm also 28. I think 28-ish. Yeah, no, I am. Thank you. (laughs) Same. I really like what you said about how women are becoming so much more successful and it's so, so amazing to see. Like, my biggest fear is settling, but my second biggest fear is, like, ending up alone. So my question to you as, like, someone who's maybe in a similar boat is, like, how do you kind of grapple with those feelings? How do you not, like, I don't know, like, be afraid of, like, ending up alone, but, like, as, like, someone who I want to continue being successful, I never want to lower my bar, but, like, is there, like, there's so many fish in the sea, but like, are there like yeah. good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is my mom here? Mom? Okay. She's here. She's back there. Oh, okay. Can you, can they hear me back there? Yeah. Yeah, they can. Hola, mommy. Okay. So my mom, this has come up a lot. We talk about this a lot. Okay. My mom came to New York about 30 years ago from Argentina and there apparently was a, the exact same sentiment. There are no good men left in New York. Oh, yeah, you don't have one. You're fucked. Everyone is married. Like, good luck, bitch. You know, my dad isn't half bad. Like, he's half of me, right? So, like, I'm, I'm pretty turned out pretty good. But that's that that sentiment. That is the patriarchy. That is misogyny. That is men wanting us. Sorry, I sound like such a fucking like bra burning feminist right now. But that is people wanting us to run for the first person guy we see because it, a, a female that is empowered is very threatening to a man. Okay. It just is because that's just like against with what they know how to fucking function and do. That being said, so there are good men left and let's please remove that again. Mindset is everything. Change your mindset, change your life. Enough with that. That's bullshit. We're over that. Right. Two. I think that's something that is very real that I don't talk about a lot. And I do feel like part of this SFK persona, I feel sometimes I grapple with like, how vulnerable can I really be online? Because I know that a lot of people depend on me to feel empowered and to be that fucking cheerleader. So if I'm going, yeah, damn, I am scared that I'm gonna end up with someone, then you bitches are gonna be like, we're fucked, right? (laughs) So I, I really like, I don't share a lot, but something that's really helped me was, and my friend Natasha Parker is a genius and you should follow her, I love her. And she's taught me a lot about dating. She was like, I know that I'm going to find my person the same way I know that my first name is Natasha. And it just resonated with me the same way that I know I'm going to win an Oscar. Like, I know that I see it. Right. So I I kept saying to myself, like, I know my name is Serena fucking Kerrigan. And I said that when I was 18, I believed it so much. Everyone else believed it. And all of you were in this room and have called me SFK tonight. Right. 
you need to believe. And I know some of you are like, but I don't, I don't give a shit. Okay. Right. Like we're in a room right now. Right. Maybe we're not, but you believe we are. You need to believe it. And if you really just start to train your mind that way, like you start to believe it, I believe it now. And I've seen the last year, I got a little like, Ooh, where are we doing this? And then I was like, no, I am. And there's a reason it hasn't happened yet. And it's because I still have like life to live and like people to meet and experiences to be had and things to learn about myself. Right. So again, you need to know it's real and write it down in your little notebook if you have to. We're manifesting. Sly. Put it on your mood board. I don't give a shit. I put like marriage. Heat. Whatever it is. <laughs> I heard actually Pinteresting my wedding. I mean, this is great. Because like, oh, and your rings were obviously on there. But like, I felt like I can imagine so much of my career. Why can't I imagine the love part as much? So I started doing it. I was like, what do I want to fucking wear at my wedding? Let's go, right? What ring do I want? Thank you so much for the discount in the future. No, I'm just kidding. My husband will be paying for a price. Don't fucking worry. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that like, let yourself believe and imagine, but also know that it's real. Is that good? I started Pinteresting my wedding when I was like 12, so. See? Well, whenever Pinterest came out, 16, so. Okay. I'm aging myself. But like, yeah, no, but I feel like, that's good. You just have to believe it. Yeah. And I think that there's you, but don't settle and you can be career focused and want this and make it real. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. Ever a live podcast. Thank you, Serena. Yeah, I love it. This was amazing. Loves. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with you. And thank you so much for spreading your words of wisdom. Oh my God. Thank you guys. I love you all. Just go do it for the fucking plot. Okay. Yeah, cheers. Yay. Everyone go drink and be merry and have some fun. And meet some new friends. Yeah. That was so much fun. I loved meeting all of you. And of course, chatting with Serena all about confidence and how to put yourself first. What are some of your personal and professional goals as an empowered woman this year? Let us know.